welcome to Industry Minds, the podcast which discusses the importance of talking about mental health within the creative arts. Scarlett and I are delighted to bring you this very special bonus series to encourage well-being and calmness and to continue chatting and helping as much as we can throughout these difficult times. We have a brilliant lineup for you from well-being to meditation to advice from various leading figures in our industry. We'd like to remind our listeners that our free counselling services are still available and you can reach out to us at any time via the email in the podcast description. Today's podcast is with performance, mindset and well-being coach Amy Jessup. Details of how to connect with her will be given at the end of this podcast and also listed in the description. Now, on with today's episode. Hi, I'm Amy Jessup. I'm a well-being, mindset and performance coach for the performing arts. I have been contacted by the lovely ladies at Industry Minds to ask if I would create an audio for their listeners, for you guys, whilst we are in the midst of this crazy coronavirus crisis, of which I said yes to, hence why we're here today. Just before I start, I am sat in my bedroom. The sun is blazing outside. It's a gorgeous day. The windows are all open. I'm here in my house with my husband and my two kids and my dog. So if you hear yelling or screaming or barking or anything like that in the background I apologize but we're um as you are I'm sure all just kind of stuck indoors trying to do our thing so a little while back I was approached by the ladies at Industry Minds to create a three-part mini-series called Master Your Audition Mindset and they told me very recently that it's been extremely popular which is really really lovely to hear so they've asked me to do something that is relevant and thought-provoking for this time. Something that is relevant to our industry, the people in it, you know, something that might help us get through with our mindset, with our well-being. And of course, there are so many things that we could talk about right now, (laughs) how this whole COVID-19 epidemic affects our business, our work, our mindsets, our lives, our well-being, our everything. We could talk about it for weeks. But I wanted to kind of bring you something that comes from my heart and that means a lot to me and something that I've been thinking about recently, which I think is thought provoking and hopefully helps you to, you know, question your current life and career and existence and maybe brings it to the forefront of your mind and helps us all to kind of work through this period in our in our lives and move forward and move on from it positively with a real sense of purpose and self and happiness and joy knowing that we can kind of live out our future in the best possible way. So I've been reading a book recently, which has really, you know, touched me and touched a few nerves. And it talks about us being able to create our own future and create our own future with, you know, the decisions that we make, the language we use, the experiences that we choose to have, um, the way we talk to ourselves and others. And that made me think about the fact that we are all extremely creative people. I mean, that's what we do, right? We are creatives, We write, we sing, we dance, we use our bodies to tell stories. We are constantly thinking up new ways of of being and doing. and, And the idea that that kind of weird idea that we are creative and we are creating constantly, but actually when it comes to creating our lives and the lives that we want to live, we are generally really bad at that (laughs) because there's this thing in our industry where it almost feels like we have to give over our power, our creative and personal and emotional and mental power to other people in order for us to succeed or for us to achieve or for us to feel valuable or relevant. And 
therefore our power gets diminished and we feel very lacking in power and belief in ourselves. And that for me is such a contradiction, you know, the fact that we are these creative beings, but yet we are being held back and stifled because we almost have this sense of having to wait for someone else to give us the green light in order to get a job or make our money or put food on the table. And actually, it brings me to this question that I want to ask you. In as much as, you know, if we are creative people and and we genuinely hold our power because all human beings have this amazing sense of power, if we hold that and we live in it, then we can create this extraordinary life for ourselves. We don't have to be bound by, you know, casting directors or you know, people that are, are there, producers to give us the job or the opportunity, we can create our own destiny. We can create our own extraordinary lives. And I, I do an exercise with a lot of the clients that I work with called, and I called it Extraordinary Life. And it's a visualization exercise, which I will do with you at the end of this audio. And it kind of tied everything in for me, this idea that we're creating, but we're not creators of our own lives. And, you know, this 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 exercise that I do pretty much every day of my life with lots of different people, that we can get to a, a point in our lives where we can start to create our future. We can start to choose our experiences and, and understand the language that we're using with ourselves and others. And, you know, the decisions that we make can be good ones and not ones that get in the way or stop us or hold us back. And for me, it's definitely a case of me reading this book, me thinking all of those things, me thinking over the exercise that I do with all of my clients on a regular basis, and me asking myself the very simple question, which I'm going to ask you, is, was I happy with my life before COVID-19, before all of this hit the fan? Was I living an extraordinary life? You know, this, this exercise that I do with my clients every single day Was I doing that myself? Was I putting that in motion for myself? And I can tell you honestly that I have, or I had before this whole thing kicked off, a very happy life. I feel very blessed. I'm very grateful for everything that I have and everyone that I have in my life. But I don't quite think that I was living an extraordinary life. You know, I was still bound to social media. I was still bound to the negative voices sometimes in my head that would creep in and tell me that I wasn't good enough or why would anybody listen to you? What gives you the right to help all of these people? And I'm being really honest with you now. I was giving into all of those things, Every, you know, kind of. I was still telling myself this limiting belief that I didn't have enough time ever, which meant that actually I felt mum guilt constantly. You know, my little girl would come and say to me, mummy, can you play with me? And my answer, my kind of default answer would be, no, mummy, mummy has to do this right now, but I'll do it in a minute. And of course, that minute never came. So all of these things, you know, that wasn't me living an extraordinary life. I was living a happy life, but I wasn't living to the full extent that I could. And then I suddenly felt this kind of weight of maybe this is what this time for me is all about. And I am completely aware that we have these amazing key workers. The NHS is, you know, on its knees. All of these people doing amazing things, trying to keep everybody safe, everybody alive. And I understand that we can't all sit and stop and take stock in this time. We, you know, we still have to work. We still have to bring in some money somehow. But for me, I feel like this time is all about me realigning with who I am, realigning with my purpose, realigning with who I am as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter, and asking myself the question, 
was I living an extraordinary life? And if not, then how do I make my life extraordinary after COVID-19? And then that brings me back round to this idea of that I can create whatever life I want to create for myself. I don't have to be bound to auditions. I don't have to choose whether or not I pay my, you know, my mortgage money or my rent money or my food money on traveling to London for an audition or whether or not I spend it on food, whether I not, whether or not I cancel my work for the week, which means that I don't get paid or whether I go and do something else that might further my career. I make all those decisions and I can't moan about them if I'm not happy with them because they're, they're the decisions that I made. So for me, this time is about stepping up. It's about taking responsibility. It's about knowing that I have the ability to create the life that I want to create and be the person that I want to be and experience all the things that I want to experience because I have the power. Not my agent, not the casting people, not an MD, not a friend who might have, you know, work that they can give me or, you know, on an ad hoc basis every other week. I have the power. I have the power to create an extraordinary life. And it's, I think it's taken me this time where the world, the universe has literally said to me, you have to stop now because there's no, there's no alternative. Everybody has to stop. There's no going out. There's no socializing. There's no working. There's no, you know, pushing, hustling. There's nothing. I have to stop. Something, a force greater than myself has made me stop. And it's taken me a long time to be able to do that and realize that I am the creator of my own life. And I want to tell you, share with you, that I believe we all have that ability and that power. And we all have the opportunity to do that for ourselves, even though we might be actors and we constantly feel like we're relying on others to give us the chance, I genuinely still feel like we can create our own opportunities and our own experiences and our own language and our own way of being. We don't have to live like second-rate citizens. You know, we can have mortgages, we can have families, we can have joy, we can go to weddings, we can go to parties, we can take holidays, we can do all the things that normal people do and feel like they deserve, you know, we deserve those things as well. It's the decisions that we make and also the value that we put on ourselves and other things, our worth. You know, I now realise that I am worthy of holidays. I am worthy of taking the weekend off and not sending emails and not doing stuff on social media and not creating programmes and talking to clients. It's about knowing yourself, what you're capable of doing in the time that you have, and knowing and understanding and being aware of making those choices and being happy with those choices. I hope this is all making sense. <laughs> it's basically all a lot of my thoughts that I've had over a two-week period kind of condensed into one audio. But it's that idea of being able to live kind of fear and worry-free. It's about the idea of choosing because we can choose what we think and our thoughts. It's about choosing my mindset. You know, if I feel down or if I feel negative or if I look at something on social media and it makes me feel bad or it makes me reflect on myself, I can choose to, to sit in that self-pity or I can choose again. I can choose to think of something else. I can choose another way of feeling. You know, do I listen to my negative, my, my negative self-talk in my head or do I choose something else? Do I take negative talk and emotional baggage and opinions from other people or do I choose not to? Everything is a choice. And it sounds crazy, but I think it's taken me 
this period of time, this lockdown period to identify that and to understand it fully and to really respect it actually. To know that time is not a barrier, it's not an enemy, it's my friend. I can choose whether to send an email or play with my little girl. I can cho- I, that's a choice. You know, I was constantly saying, oh, I've got no time. I've got no time to do anything. You know, uh, there's so much to do and so little time. I can choose whether to say no to her and send an email instead, or I can choose to decide that that email can wait. And actually her passion and need and want to be played with comes first. It's all a mindset. It's a, it's a shift in mindset. And I work with so many people that feel so out of their power all of the time that actually it's a bit of a mission of mine to help people understand that doesn't matter what situation they're in, they always have the power. They always have the control. You just have to choose to step into that power and that control and not keep giving it away to other people. And the minute that we have our control and our power back, the minute we feel joy, an air of certainty, of stability, of comfort, of support, we feel all of those things. It's actually, it's the first step to feeling good about our lives and our existence. And the fact that we are these amazing creative people, but we don't choose to create our own amazingness. We can create amazing work, we can write amazing stuff, we can sing amazing songs, but we don't choose to create our own lives. We're constantly waiting for somebody else to give us a green light. And that's what I want for you all. That's what I want for the industry. I want us to be able to be the creators of our own destiny. I want us all to live extraordinary lives. And I want to ask you that question. Were you happy with your life? And were you living an extraordinary life? And by extraordinary, I mean like, you know, the life of your dreams. Were you living an extraordinary life before this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis kicked off? And I want you to be honest. And if you say yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. If you say no, then I want you to ask yourself, how do I use this time and my thoughts and my energy and my emotions and my creative brain, my wonderful creative brain, how do I use all of those things to make sure that when I am let out of my house again, (laughs) when the powers that be tell me I can go out and start living again properly, how do I go about creating that extraordinary life for myself? How can I make sure that I am living out every day, every hour, every week, every month, every year to its fullest? And I want you to ask yourself that honestly. So I'd like to finish with a visualisation exercise. I do this with a lot of people that I work with. And there's something to be said, I think, for always projecting into the future. I'm a big one for the energy that you put out is what you get back. And if we manifest our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions, that's what we receive. And there's lots of talk around me at the moment. And there's lots of books that I've read that suggests that if we're constantly thinking about what's coming in the future, and that's the language that we use as well, like in my future, I would like to achieve this, or maybe in a few years, I'd like to then we're always reaching for something that never really comes because the minute that I've said what I'm going to say to you now, it becomes my present, right? So anything that 
is coming in my future suddenly very quickly becomes my present and then it very quickly becomes my past because time moves that quickly. So if we are constantly thinking about the future, the future, the future, it's this never ending need and want for something that's unreachable and untouchable because it's always over there in the distance. I'll get there one day. So actually what I would love you to do during this exercise is think about how you can visualize everything that I'm going to talk to you about happening now, like happening for real now, not thinking about it as a, as a future want or need, but something that is very much happening to you right now because that's when the magic happens and that's when things start to manifest and become reality is when we think about them in the present, not in the future, not in the past. I hope that makes sense. So I would like you to really think about these things that I'm going to talk to you about now and I want you to imagine them and think about them and really Think about them sensually, like engaging all of your senses. So when I ask you to see something, I want you to see it in really kind of full, vibrant colours. And if I ask you to smell something, I really want you to try and smell that, breathe it into your body, taste stuff, touch it. You know, really use your senses because that also really inspires our brain to conjure up these thoughts and make them into reality. So I want you to sit somewhere that's reasonably comfy with your feet flat on the floor so we're grounded to the earth and just so you're kind of sat comfortably, you're not going to shift around as we speak. And I'd like you to close your eyes and I'd like you to just breathe into your diaphragm and engage that really lovely deep breath in and out and in and out and know that every time we breathe into our diaphragm and we reconnect with our diaphragm we're pushing more oxygen to our brain and more blood around our body which kind of wakes our system up tells our body that something amazing is about to happen so really keep that diaphragmatic breath going as we do this and what I'd love you to do is I'd love you to with your mind's eye see yourself in your extraordinary life. So how would you look in your extraordinary life? And I want you to dream big. I want you to think big. Nothing is unachievable. Nothing is unreachable. If we were going to go to the fullest extent, what would you look like in your extraordinary life? Would you have the same hairstyle? Would you wear the same clothes? Would you wear the same shoes? How would you carry yourself? And I want you to see that person like you're looking at them in a mirror. What does an extraordinary version of yourself look like to you? And breathe it in really deep into your diaphragm. And engage with the emotions that you feel when you see that person. Do you feel content? Do you feel happy? Do you feel successful? Nothing's right or wrong. And breathe it in. And every time you breathe it in, I want you to make it bigger and better and brighter. And I want you to kind of turn away from yourself and I want you to imagine yourself stood at the bottom of the pathway or the drive to your house. The house that you will have in your extraordinary life or the house, the house that you do have in your extraordinary life. I want you to see it and know exactly where it is, what part of the country, what part of the world it's in. And then focus in on your front door. See that front door and see the colour. What colour is your front door? And breathe it in. And then I want you to 
walk up the path or walk up the drive and physically feel your footsteps walking. And I want you to hear your footsteps on the gravel or the tarmac or the pavement, whatever it might be. And then I want you to turn the handle on your front door and walk in. And as you walk in, I want you to take a nice diaphragmatic breath in and breathe in that smell. That smell of home. What smell is that to you? That extraordinary smell that knows that you're in comfort, in support, in love, in a place of happiness. And I want you to walk through to a lovely part of your house, a part of the house that makes you feel really joyful and content and happy. And I want you to look around and see all the things that are around you. Maybe you have lots of things, maybe you have very little. But I want you to see the colour on the walls and breathe it in constantly. Know that it's yours, know that this belongs to you, know it's your extraordinary life. See the artwork or things in the kitchen or sit on your bed and know how it feels, wherever you might be in the house. And breathe it in. And now I want you to ask yourself as you sit there or you stand there looking at your lovely place, what do you do for a job? What do you do with your time? And this is your extraordinary life, remember, so we're thinking about the things that we really want to do with our time. Maybe we're directing something at the National, maybe we're performing as a lead in a West End musical, maybe we are writing Maybe we are auditioning successfully. Maybe we're working part-time as a waitress or a waiter and that feels good to you. Nothing's right or wrong. And breathe that in. Know that the things you're doing with your time are making you feel good. I want you to ask yourself who you share this space with and your life with. Do you have a partner? Do you have children? Maybe you live with friends. And I want you to know who those people are and see them and know what they feel like when you touch them. I want you to see their smiles. What do they smell like? What are their names? How do they make you feel when you look at them or touch them? And breathe that in. And what do you do with your downtime, with your leisure time? How do you spend that time? What are the things that you love to do that just bring you such an amazing sense of joy? It doesn't need to kind of progress your career in any way or, or you don't have to have a reason why you do them. You just love to do them. And breathe it in. Where do you holiday? Maybe you have a place you always go back to. Maybe it's a cute little cabin in Scotland. Maybe it's a caravan in Norfolk. Maybe it's Dubai. Maybe it's France. Maybe, who knows, wherever it is, just breathe that place in. And then I want you to ask yourself, am I happy? And know that the answer is yes. 
No, the answer is yes, I am happy, I am content, I am stable, I am supported, I am loved. I am safe. And breathe that in. We all have the ability to create an extraordinary life for ourselves. Whether or not we were living it before this crisis, whether we are living it during the crisis or whether we will go on to do it afterwards. But we have the ability to create that for ourselves. Our creative brains, our creative hearts and souls, we absolutely hold the key to creating ourselves an extraordinary life. And wherever you are around the country, around the world right now, whatever you might be experiencing, whoever you might be with, however you might be feeling, I want you to know that from this moment on, if you choose to, you have the power and the control to create yourself an extraordinary life. One that brings you all the things that you've ever wished for and wanted for. And it doesn't have to be linked to the past and have to be linked to the future. It just has to be in the present and come from the present. Start with today, not with tomorrow. Not in a year's time, not in six years time. Start now because that creates our future. The language we use, the experiences we have, the decisions we make all create our future. I wish you the most health and the most happiness and all the safety and support in the world. And I really hope that this crazy situation we're all in at the moment brings you to a place where you understand the minute that front door opens, the minute we're all let out again, you can step into your extraordinary life. We'd like to extend our thanks to Amy for giving up her time to be part of this bonus series. If you'd like to get in contact with Amy, her website is www.amyjessup.com. Her email is amy at amyjessup.com. And you can connect with her on Twitter at jessupamy and Instagram amyrjessup. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of our bonus series. We hope that you are keeping safe and well. Please reach out should you be in need of any support.